What's happening? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, coming at you today to talk about how to have better relationships with women through value, scheduling, analysis, and empathy. Okay, now look, I'm not talking about the perfect relationship. I'm not talking about a relationship that lasts forever. There is no guarantees on any of that stuff. Everything is transitory. And it's very likely that I will continue the same pattern that I've lived for the last 20 years since I was 15. I'm 35 now, which is sort of casual stuff. Then finding a couple girls that I like and then moving into a girlfriend scenario and then back to casual, most likely. But it could it could change. I could have um, give family a shot. But again, legal marriage off the table 100%, okay? Can't do that in, in today's day and age where there's a 50 to 60% divorce rate, 70% of them initiated by women. Um, this is some of the stuff I covered in my three-part series, how to have happier, healthier relationships with women. But there's a few things that I wanna bring up because they're, they're things that I've realized lately as well as speaking with my buddy who's in um, a relationship right now and he's the same type of type A alpha, sort of logical guy and he's basically like me five or six years ago and I was I was sort of going through it like okay this is the exact same scenario here here's what I would do if you want to make this thing work so the first thing is to have better relationships you need to be in the right relationship period okay that's a kind loyal woman if you're an alpha male she's on the sweet submissive side okay and again a lot of people have a problem with the word submissive it really just means that you know, she is looking for someone who's who's going to take a strong leadership role and you are taking that leadership role and looking for someone who is going to give you sort of the opposite characteristics of, of what you have, right? If you're tough and aggressive, you want someone who's going to be sweet and soft and kind to bounce you out and vice versa, all right? The wrong relationship is with a toxic person, okay? Uh, a toxic woman is 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 going to... It's not possible for them to have a happy relationship, period, okay? Because the core of a toxic person is that they don't love themselves and therefore cannot love anyone else and all you're gonna get is jealousy or drama or verbal attacks or physical attacks or all kinds of craziness, okay? And the other type of wrong relationship is when you're not in love with the person anymore, okay? When you're not in love, it's, it's, it's gone beyond the, the point of no return, okay? I don't, I don't think that those feelings are really going to come back or if you've got into it without being in love with her. All right. So let's assume that you're in the right relationship or you're looking to get into the right relationship and you have the right dynamic. You're, you're a masculine man. You've taken, um, you know, you have a, a feminine, sweet, kind, loyal girlfriend for your girlfriend. And here's the thing. A lot of guys talk about being alpha. Okay. In the dating community or whatever, and I do too because it's important. Um, it is important because women screen for rank, they screen for confidence, they screen for money, they screen for status, they screen for height, they screen for physical strength. Pretty much everything a woman screening for is above, right? Women love up, right? And they're looking for a guy who, who, who is more powerful than her in, in, in all those areas, whether she um, admits it to herself or not. That's just a fact. But you can also lose a girl by being too alpha, okay? By not, you know, not taking care of her, not remembering her birthday, not being, um, you know, kind to her. And 
you know, it's like what women say, you know, I, I just want a nice guy. And a lot of guys over the years, they're like, man, fuck that shit. She wants, you know, this sort of aggressive alpha male. And both of those things are true. She just wants them in one guy. That's the ideal of what, what a woman wants, who's like a strong, successful alpha male, but is also really kind and emotionally sensitive to her um, in, in, in certain cases, okay? That's, they want the combination of those two guys. It's primarily alpha, but you also have those um, empathic, kind, um, uh, and, and the ability to love and, and express love to that woman, all right? So you can lose a girl by being too alpha, and you can also lose a girl by being too, quote unquote, beta. I know that's such an overused term, but if you're sort of, if she's up on this pedestal and you're, I miss you baby and all this stuff and you're really soft, that's gonna lose it, that's gonna end it as well. Like I, the balance I see is 70% masculine and then 30% you're sort of soft and kind with her, okay? That's the, that's the ideal balance. And um, if you don't believe me guys, time and time again, Women have told me that the things they the, the thing they liked about me most was was my heart, and how kind I was to them. Okay, and that when when it when it comes from the right perspective, when it comes from you, and you do have all those other things together, and you are, um, you know, focused on your business and your mission and and, and staying in shape, and and you do have game and all that, then then the kindness is really powerful. Um, and it, it's the combination of those things together that that's really important to her. But I, in, in the past, especially in my 20s, I, I also made the mistake of being too alpha or thinking I shouldn't have to do certain things because I was in a relationship and I was just like, this is just 100% going to be on my terms and I'm just going to, I'm just over the top alpha. And I mean, the, this is still attractive behavior to women, but it makes them unhappy. And eventually you can lose that relationship as well. She might not lose attraction for you. She might still be attracted to you at the end of the relationship, but she's going to be so unhappy within the relationship that she's not going to want to keep seeing you. Okay. And whether that's a, an MLTR situation, multiple long-term relationships or a girlfriend situation, that's very, very true. And many guys have these, these same problems, especially with like, I shouldn't have to do these things because they don't make sense to my value system. That's how I used to see it. That's how my my buddy was seeing it when his girlfriend's is saying, these are my values. And in his mind, he's listening, but he's also like, that doesn't make sense. You know, an example would be like, okay, let's say you haven't told your girlfriend you loved her for two weeks. All your behaviors can show that you love her and you haven't changed any behavior, but she could be upset about you not saying that because she doesn't feel close to you. And you could go the typical masculine way of, of logically arguing like, why wouldn't I love you? I told you I did two weeks ago and we're living together in the house and look at all this investment I've put in you and, and the dinners that I bought you, right? But she just, like in, in your value system, what she's saying is ridiculous. It's like, of course I love you. Okay, I didn't tell you today, I told you two weeks ago, and there's been no change in behavior, and look at all these things, but but in her mind, she's feeling you're pulling away that particular day, and she wants to hear it on that day, and she wants to hear it more frequently, because she might be um, insecure, or she, or she might have a lot of, you know, want to feel that emotional closeness consistently, okay? And that's something that a lot of guys don't understand, they don't... We, we have two different value systems. If you're, if you're taking a really feminine woman, she sees the world entirely differently than we do. 
And it can become very easily easy to say, well, that, you know, you're wrong. Like you're not, <laughs> you don't understand it the right way like I do. Um, and even if you do think that's true, even if you do think there's some irrational things going on, that doesn't help your relationship. In fact, it hinders it. And in fact, communication problems are probably the biggest problem of any relationship, um, not being able to communicate with each other. So that's, that's very important to understand. And the things that, that we might think aren't important are very important to women and neglecting them will cause problems. So there, there, there might be a lot of things you think that you shouldn't have to do in a relationship. Okay. But before you start looking past the relationship and thinking about ending it, um, because there are these too many, you know, there, there are demands and there are things that you shouldn't have to do. You should really sit down and do, do a relationship analysis first. Okay. Um, the, the, the number one thing is number one, value relationships. You sit down, you see your needs met or needs are met by a quality woman. You're mostly happy. You've got a, you know, so decent future potential, but you're having problems like she feels like you should do more things than, than you feel like you should have to do. Okay. And I'm not talking about like chores or anything. I'm talking about like sort of the emotional stuff or going to see your family more often, things like that, which are problems that almost always come up. So like if you've got, you know, a really quality woman and perhaps you might want to have kids and stuff like that, um, you have to sit down and, and consider how much you actually value that relationship. Okay. Uh, really think about it and think about number two, consider your downside. So if you end that, you're going to look at like a six month drop in your state. Your mood's going to be down for probably the next six months. Um, usually it takes about three years to replace to, for me to find a, a girlfriend from, from dating, to find someone who takes all my boxes. And the older I get, the, the more boxes I have. Um, your future plan, plans are going to get derailed. Like let's say you're 28 or whatever and you're, you're on pace for having a family. It's like, okay, well, those future plans are derailed. Um, and, and you've also invested a lot, probably a lot of money, a lot of time. And, and you know, you spent a lot of time getting to know her. You're going to have to reinvest all that again with, with perhaps another girl. That is, if, if you're looking to do the, the family route, of course, I'm never going to advocate legal marriage for you, but I know that a lot of guys want to, want to go the family route. So that's something that you got to consider the, the downside. And, and the third thing you got to consider in, in the relationship is you're either going up or going down. And this is, the, this is true about anything in life, guys. There is no such thing as neutral. You are either going forward in your business, you're going higher, or you're, you're, you're going down. You're either in a peak, going towards a peak in a friendship, or you're going towards a valley. And when there's no neutral. So when you let that downside go, right, um, without action, the, the end result is failure. So if you're, having, if you're fighting your relationship and you're saying, well, this will just work itself out, no, your relationship is ending right now. Okay, if you're fighting a lot and you're not having sex, your relationship is ending. You have to change course to survive. And that might be something you have to do every single year because that's how relationships are. They take, they take work, whether it's friendships, business partners, or whatever. Um, if you don't change course and put it back on going upwards, then it will fail. Okay, same thing with your business. If your business is going down, you're making less money every month, you're failing. Your friendships you know, or drifting apart, that's failing, okay? There is no neutral. So all those things are really important. 
and it's something that you should know if you're in a relationship and it's also something that you should know prior to getting into a relationship. I didn't really know what the expectations were of a relationship and I was just like, I'm not going to do any of these things, right? I didn't, I didn't want to do any of those things and that wouldn't have saved my relationship with my ex-girlfriend because we were incompatible. But looking forward, I would be like, okay, I'd be willing to do you know, 20% of those things because now I know it's the price to pay in the relationship. Before, I didn't think, I didn't see having a loving girlfriend as a high value as I do now. It was sort of like, I'll, I'll give this a try because I, I care about this person. But now I see the value in that and I also see that there are expectations. I can't just do whatever I want. All, you know, like if I am getting into it, I, I do have to fulfill something. So it, it's not like I'm gonna be doing 100%, but I could be doing like 20% of that. Of, of perhaps, um, you know, what 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 the girl um, would want that maybe I wouldn't want to do all the time, like seeing her family, things like that. I'd be like, okay, that's the price to pay because um, I value it. So that's really important to understand what the price is going in. And if you're in a relationship, see how much valuable it is to you. Can really consider your downside to it because you, it's very easy when you're fighting to be like, well, let's just let's just end this but you haven't thought about the downside the six months coming down you know working to find a new girlfriend all those other things so it's all very important to understand so the next point is is the actual tactics that i want to give you okay and these are things that i've been using and i've been testing and especially if i get into another relationship that i will use on my next relationship and they're really useful to you if you're a type A masculine logical guy. And the first one is make your relationship a priority. So, you know, you probably have a business you're working on getting your business together, I hope at least, and you're giving that eight hours a day or you're giving your job eight hours a day and you get your side business and you're really driven towards your monetary goals. And then you think, well, oh, okay, I can come home and just relax and not put in any efforts. And, and that's just not the case. You can do that occasionally, but if you wanna have everything optimal, right? You have to try hard at your business. You have to try hard at your friendships with your guys. You have to try hard with your family. You have to try hard with your girlfriend, okay? There's 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 no days off for a guy who's trying to optimize his life, all right? Just sitting down, flopping on the couch, um, that's not gonna be the ideal relationship for you or for her. Like, you have gotta give her, if you're giving eight hours, nine hours, 10 hours a day to your business, give her at least one or two quality hours a day. If you can't see her a lot, just think, okay, well, I can't see her for more than a couple hours today, but these are going to be quality hours, you know? It's going to be good sex and good conversation and, and lots of love and warmth and all that stuff. And you've actually committed to making the relationship a priority instead of just like, I'm in a relationship and I can just go home and flop type of thing. Number two, if you're in a relationship right now and you guys are having problems, go to her and say that you, you've been thinking about a, a lot about what's going on and you want to have a fresh start. Okay, use those exact words, fresh start. It's like a reboot. It's like, we're gonna totally reboot this thing. Um, and, and at that point you wanna like elicit more of her values. Understand what makes her tick. Ask her, you know, what really makes her happy and, and what, what doesn't make her happy. And give her your perspective as well about why you think these are important and, and this makes me happy and perhaps these things don't. And then like recommit to like, okay, we're gonna, you know, let, let's do this and let's, let's make it better than ever. 
And let's, let's both commit to, to really understanding each other and empathizing with each other. And I think that's a huge thing. And especially use that term fresh start, by the way. I've tested that out and that works really well. Number three, express your emotions more. It's something that I actually learned it from my ex-girlfriend when she would say stuff like, you make my heart smile. At first I would just like roll my head or roll my eyes out, you know, because it's, but those, that's the language they speak in. And I was like, I wonder if, let, let me go into my reality and see how I feel about my emotions. Cause I remember as a kid, I would used to say things like that. But as I, as I became older, I started just putting everything into logic. And then, you know, I went through and I would be like, okay, I can, I can, I feel things in a certain way too. And I can see an actual image of that. And I can express that image to a girl when like I feel close to her. And the other thing I started doing is was just this something I've always been pretty good at expressing my emotions, but I started doing that more. And as long as you have position in your relationship and you have that masculine uh, leadership position, you can express your emotions a lot and it actually makes you really happy. You don't have to be worried about, you know, seeming needy or seeming weak, but you just do it from a position of, of a high value, masculine, confident guy. And, you know, just say stuff like, you know, baby, I love you so much. I'm, I'm really happy right now. You know, I'm so happy to see you, you know, that, that meal you just cooked for me was delicious. You know, you're incredible. I love, I love, you know, when you cook for me like that, just when you feel gratitude, when you feel the happiness, when you feel, um, when you have some type of mental picture, about her that's warm, don't hesitate to express that, okay? Number four, and this is crucial, commit to tantric or caretza sex um, where you don't ejaculate, all right? If you're used to being a player, this is, the, this is the only thing that's, you have to do this to save your relationship, okay? Because how many times have you been with a girl and you're like, I really like her, and then you get bored of having sex with her after two or three months, and then you're on the internet every night jerking off and thinking about girls you used to fuck and you're, you're going out with your boys and you're trying not to bring another girl home back and you're trying not to cheat because you've been used to being a player for so long, okay? Like, you know what I'm talking about. And this is because of the Coolidge effect, which I've talked about numerous times, especially in my video, how to transmute your sexual energy, where the more you ejaculate with someone, the faster you get, the, the more you get bored of them, right? The... It's nature's way of saying like the baby has been made. Okay, we've been doing this long enough. Especially accelerated too. If you've had you know hundreds of girls in your life, or, or you've been having this um, living a wild bachelor life for a long time, the more you run through that, or the more girls you run through, the more desensitized you become to to a point where you know you can get bored after one or two times, or if you really like the girl, like three months. Okay, and that's not good. Um, because the second you start getting bored of having sex is the beginning of the end and it is you either cheating or, you know, going, trying to find that high in another girl. And it really has to come down to like, okay, I'm, you have to stop ejaculating if you want that relationship to last, in my opinion, or if you want the best sex as well. And you have to, you have to transmute that energy to that Caretza style, that Tantric style. I have two videos on that. And focus on just like, when you're having sex with her, like, I love this person, I love her spirit, I love being close to her, I, I love how this feels, and I'm relaxed and comfortable. I know this might sound crazy coming 
from the guy who wrote the book, How to Fuck Women Properly and, and all like the wild articles and my wild life. But I'm telling you, that kind of sex is the best kind of sex in the world. You can, you can have that slow sex for two hours and feel incredible and feel super bonded and happy and, and it just destroys everything else. And it, it is the best thing for maintaining that connection in your relationship. And you have to sort of set aside the idea of performing. You just relax into it. And because without that, dude, you're just going to keep ejaculating. You're going to get bored of her. And then you're going to be like putting her in different positions and sort of just jerking off into her. Like you, like, like just looking for that high, looking for that excitement and not really connecting with her, which is what most of you guys do when on with casual sex. I know because I did that for years. Um, and it, it, you won't be able to maintain a relationship like that. That's why, guys, you always hear about a player and he settles down with a girl and he's cheating, okay? All my player friends who settle down are all, all cheat. They all cheat, dude. <laughs> like, no, no exceptions. So, um, and I cheated on my last two girlfriends. I'm not proud of that. But if moving forward, that technology has to be there in place for, for you to make it work, in my opinion. Number five, uh, stay reasonable, okay? Believe me, this can be, I know how, how difficult it can be, um, but again, part of that's picking the right partner, okay? When you pick the wrong partner who lies and won't let arguments go and restarts old arguments, this is near impossible. But with, but with the right partner who's able to be reasonable with you and who's honest, um, really focus on being, staying the reasonable man and, and address the problems without raising your voice and being solution-oriented. I know in the past that this this had been difficult for me, but it's something I put a lot of work into, and and um, it really makes a huge difference. Okay, not resorting to getting upset or name calling or these types of things. Um, if you're finding that happening often, it's it's probably something you need to work on. But it also could probably be that you're in the wrong relationship, and someone is pushing you hard enough that you're it's bringing out your worst self. Okay, you want to be be able to be your best self as much as possible, and um, that's really important. Number six, which is really this is really important. It's it's a good book called The Sedona Method, um, which you can pick up on Kindle for about eight dollars. And basically, the technique is just to when you're feeling a negative thought, just to release it. Okay, now this is the the type of negative thought is not a negative thought like well. I don't have enough money to pay my rent. That's an actionable negative thought, but a negative thought where it's not particularly useful. Like she did something small that you didn't like and you could start a fight about it. And instead you could just be like, well, do I want to be angry or do I want to be happy right now? Okay. Could I, all right. What's stopping me from being happy? Okay. I'm angry about this. Could I release that thought? Yes. Or if the thought, if it comes up and you ask yourself, could I release this thought? And you say, no, then that's resistance to releasing the thought. And then you ask yourself the, the next question, could I release my resistance to releasing the thought? And then you can say, yeah. And if you're on, if you're both on page with that, like if both of you are on par with pursuit of happiness as your primary priority and using that release technique, I feel like that can be super useful. It's something I've started to use um, when I find myself upset over things that are relatively trivial I was like, okay, someone didn't hold up my standard 100%. Um, you know what? I'm not, I'm not even going to get angry about that because I don't want to be angry. I want to I be happy. And, I'm not, and I just sort of, I am trying to start assuming that people are going to 
not do things the way that I like, you know, um, or, or, or the way that they said they were going to do. And if it's a, if it's not a large deal and it's not super consistent, then just to let that thing go. Um, and I think that's really important. Number seven, okay, this is the final one. And, um, this is a really, this is a really, uh, smart one. Okay. Especially for you business guys, for you organized guys, if you're following my system for my book, how to get organized, which you can find on my site, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com. You're on Wonderlist to-do list task app that has your entire life in there, okay? This is what I use and I love it. So doing nice things for your girlfriend is one of the best ways to keep your relationship going smoothly. And I'm not talking about spending a lot of money. If your girlfriend wants you to spend a lot of money on her, she's not the right one for you, okay? I'm talking about bringing her like a hot chocolate. I'm talking about bringing her to this nice coffee shop that you saw that you think she would like. You know, picking up, you know, she wanted um, some art books that she she mentioned casually and picking those up, you know, two months later just on, on a whim or taking her out to a, a, like a nice little romantic restaurant just out of the blue. I'm talking about none of this stuff for Valentine's Day or for any day where you're supposed to do it just occasionally like a little small thing or like bringing her like a little bit of chocolate, something like that. Um, really, really means a lot to, to women because it's the gesture of it. It just means that you care and that you're thinking about them. If maybe she's had a bad day um, and that you're, in, you're, you're engaged in it. And, but, but the thing is, I'll tell you right now, you're going to forget to do that. You could be hearing me saying that and you're like, yeah, well, that's, that's a decent idea. But then you're going to forget because your number one focus is business and getting that money. And again, that can cause problems too, because one, you're going to forget to like a lot of arguments become about money and, 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 or, or the time you spend on your business. And, and, and you could say like, maybe it's to make money for us, for our lifestyle, but, but, Again, that she's not going to want to hear that. Okay, and that's going to leave you more frustrated. So just just get, come around to the idea that that you're you're putting investment into your relationship, and doing those little things is part of that investment, right? Schedule them, dude. Schedule them. This is a, this was this is one of my genius ideas this year. It would be it would just be like on Wednesday, you know, or every Wednesday or every every Wednesday you do X. Or you pick from like seven different things, um, new restaurants, little gifts, thought, thoughtful things, or, you know, every other Wednesday or, you know, Saturday is, you know, you take her to like a nice coffee shop or, you know, you, you bring her something on, on Monday so that it, it looks spontaneous. Okay. You're not telling her that you're scheduling it because that's going to ruin it. You just put it in the schedule. Okay. And you put it in the schedule spontaneously and. It'll be like a little reminder and then you'll have like seven different options so you can always keep varying it. And then it looks spon it looks like spontaneous and caring and she's happy and you're happy because you actually remember it because you're not going to remember this. It's not going to be enough of a priority to you unless you put it in your schedule, okay? If it's not in my schedule, it doesn't get done. That's, that's how I see things because I know I will forget it. Um... And you might be thinking, well, Will, you've gone soft. It's it's not about that. It's about if you really do prioritize the relationship, then 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 put an effort. It's like just like I did with my clients in business. I would buy my clients in business gift baskets, or I would take them to lunch, or do these other things because they're giving me money. You know, you should at least be able to do 
some of that for for your girlfriend who ideally you love more than than your clients in business if you are serious about making it work okay if you're not if you've if you've been watching the whole thing and you're like you know what i don't want to do anything these things for her because i don't feel like she's worth it or she deserves it then maybe you just need to end the thing but in your next relationship understand that there 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 are going to be expectations and you can fight against them but it will you it will sacrifice the quality of your relationship so just doing those like those little things every now and again makes a lot of a difference and um i think for a lot of relationships if you if you put this stuff into practice it will get you out of that little um valley that you're in or if you're not in a relationship just think about this for your next one some of this stuff even works with just like mltrs or girls that you're seeing casually like even if you're just casually seeing a girl there's no point getting into an argument you can occasionally do nice things for her you can have deeper sex with the girl and then maybe that might transition into a deeper relationship. Um, you know, all those things do apply. But, um, you know, within reason, okay? Still, you're still the man. You're still masculine. You're still alpha. You're still the leader in the relationship. And, and you're doing these things, you know, mostly because you want to. Well, like, you shouldn't have to struggle too much to, like, buy her a little chocolate or take her for a little cut. Like you should be relatively happy to do those things. Okay. And, um, you know, it's still maintaining the frame and, and, and your game and, you know, staying attractive and staying, staying like a boss, but, uh, it's just adding some softness and it's actually valuing the relationship as opposed to like, I'm in a relationship, so I don't have to work at it. No, no, no. You have to work at everything, dude. Okay. You got like two hours at the end of the night when you just when you can just relax maybe like one hour at the end of the day when you can totally relax but the rest of that if you want to live an optimized life you got to be on the ball man every day 24 7 working at something whether it's business fitness um keeping your diet in check you're you know you're keeping your friendships optimal your relationships optimal your family optimal your you know the whole thing man if you if you want to live at the highest level you you have to put in the work um across all levels that's my opinion, at least. So I hope you found that useful. Let me know what you think in the comments section. As always, all the best to you in your personal development journey.